options if you have a 401k at work and are self-employed. Hey everyone, Adam Bergman here, tax attorney and founder of IRA Financial. On today's podcast, we're going to be chatting about your options if you are self-employed, but also have the ability to contribute to a 401k at work. What can you do? Can you double dip? Can you have two plans? Can you go above the 415 limit? of 66,000 or 73,500 in 2023. All those answers today on Adam Talk. So this is the second in a two-part series. Uh, Last week was on options if you have access to a 401k work and you wanna make IRA contributions. Today I want to focus on if you're self-employed and have access to a 401k at work, what are your options vis-a-vis the solo 401k? So um, a lot of people don't know that you can set up your own solo 401k, even if you have access to a 401k, 457b, 403b, pension plan, defined benefit plan at work. Um, There's nothing stopping you other than what's called a control group rules. And essentially, if you work at a company that you own less than 80% of, or if it's not a brother-sister related company, then you could also have a separate solo 401k for your side business. Now that side business could be literally an hour a week, an hour a day, an hour a month. You can sell t-shirts online. You can sell shoes on eBay. You could be a math tutor twice a week. You could be a lifeguard. You could be a consultant. You could do anything you want where you're selling a widget or you're performing a service. Okay. It just can't be a hobby, right? So you can't, you know, trade one baseball card a year and say you're in business or a comic book, right? It's, it's got to be business. And you kind of know if you're in business, right? You have the intent to make money. You know, most people know a business versus a hobby. Now, you can also be in a business that really doesn't generate a lot of money or even profit, right? If you're in the software development business, you may not have any revenue for several years. Doesn't mean you're not in business, just means you're not profitable. So, Let's start with the eligibility requirements for a solo K. There's two simple eligibility requirements. You have to have a U.S. business. It could be an LLC, sole proprietor, corp, S-corp, partnership. It's got to be a business, not a hobby. And you cannot have any full-time employees other than owners or their spouses. Okay? Spouses are not deemed employees. You can also have non-owner employees, but they need to work less than 1,000 hours a year or three consecutive years of 500 hours. So owners and spouses are good. You don't have to worry about them. If you have a non-owner or a non-owner spouse working, they have to work less than 1,000 hours during the year or at least three consecutive years of 500 hours or less. Independent contractors, 1099, those do not count as employees. So that will not upset your chance of getting a solo K. So just those two eligibility requirements. Once he satisfies those two, you can have a solo K. Now, the only other thing to remember, as I mentioned, is you can't trigger the control group rules, which means if you own more than 80% of two businesses or they're affiliated or brother, sister owned by the same parent, you may not be able to have multiple plans. But if you work at Tesla, Apple, any company that you don't have ownership in or own less than 80% and it's not a brother, sister affiliated, you know, most of us, there's there's close to 70% of Americans have access to a 401k at work. So there's a lot of those folks that also have side businesses, whether they're consultants on the side or tutors or 
just have a side gig, whether it's real estate, real estate agents, uh, maybe they flip homes, whatever it is, out of that 70% of Americans, they'll take 200 million or so Americans have access to a 401k at work. There's a good chunk of the, those hundreds of millions of, of people that actually also do side businesses. Now, a lot of those people don't know that you can also set up a solo 401k for that side business. Now, why do you want to do that? Well, there's a number of reasons. The number one reason is to put away more money into your retirement. So in 2023, you can do employee deferrals of $22,500 or $30,000 if you're over 50 years old. And whether you're part of a 403B, 457B, 401k, that's going to be your employee deferral limit. Now, some companies will also do what's called a safe harbor match. They may match three to 5% of your, your salary, or maybe there's an additional profit sharing. But for most of us, you're basically just able to do employee deferrals, which is synonymous with, with our characteristic of a private pension system is we individually are responsible for our own retirement, not the government. But if you live in Sweden or Norway or Finland, um, countries that are more socialistic, the government will actually contribute to a pension plan for you. And the United States doesn't really happen that way. We have social security, but we paid into that. Here, it's a forced savings on our sole responsibility. The government is not saving for us. So the employee deferral is the main component of the 401k slash defined contribution rules. Um, and again, you can go up to 22.5 or 30k. There's a 415 limit in 2023 of 66 or 73,500. Now, most people that work at businesses, whether it's Fortune 500 or a small business, you're not going to hit the 66 or 73.5. Why? Because the individual employee deferral limit is just 22.5 or 30K. And you're not going to have enough employer profit sharing on behalf of the company that's going to get you above that limit. It's very, very, very rare. Um, but you can start getting there if you have a side business. So let's say I work at IRA Financial and I make 100K. Okay. And I put 22.5, I'm under 50. I put 22.5 in my IRA Financial form. Okay. Okay. But now I have a side gig. I sell Nike dunks with my kids. My kids are obsessed with sneakers. <laughs> um, and I kind of, they got me into it. It's kind of fun. So let's say we sell, you know, resell Nike dunks on uh, eBay or StockX or some of these other websites. And we make uh, 40,000 bucks net profit, right? We have a single member LLC. I'm the sole owner. And we have $40,000 net profits after expenses. Because there's no control group, right? I, I, uh, let's say I don't own more than 80% or 50% IRA financial. I'm just a regular employee. Um, I can have my own side business. So I already maxed out my 22.5, but I can do a profit sharing contribution of 20% of 40, giving me not another $8,000. I can also do a mega backdoor Roth 401k up to almost $40,000 dollar for dollar. That will allow me to go to 62.5. Now, remember I mentioned there's a 415 limit of 66 or 73.5. Well, here's the caveat. Most people don't realize. You can actually surpass the 66 or 73.5 as long as you're not doing it with employee deferrals. So let's say I made 100K for my shoe business, okay? And I put 22.5 away in the IRA financial plan. I can do another 66 in my solo 401k through the mega backdoor, giving me 88.5 for the year. And you may be saying, well, you went above 66. That's the 415 limit. How can you do that? Well, the 415 limit is per plan, not per individual. So if you're lucky to have multiple businesses, 
you can start really going above that $66,000. However, you obviously need to have the right circumstances. You need to have a business that, that has enough income. So just to go back to my example, since I've maxed out that 22.5, I cannot do employee deferrals on my solo K for my shoe business. I can do profit sharing of 20%. It's 25% if I was a C or S corp, 20% if I was a schedule C taxpayer, sole proprietor, or a single member LLC. Okay. And I also can do what's called a mega backdoor Roth, which allows me to go dollar for dollar up to $66,000 or 73.5 if I'm over 50 in Roth. No tax deduction, but Roth, which you know, to me is, is kind of what I'm going for. But there are obviously a lot of taxpayers that are looking for tax deductions. So let me flip around that example. Let's say I only put away 10,000 bucks in the IRA financial plan and I made $40,000 in my shoe business. I can now do employee deferrals of 22.5 minus 12,000. So another 10,500. And then I can do 20% of 40, 8,000. So now that gives me another 8,000. And I can do the rest in mega backdoor Roth 401k, or I can skip the profit share in and just go all mega backdoor Roth up until you know around 40k. Now I say around 40k because you technically have to take away Social Security and FICA. So maybe it's 35, 36k. But just for example purposes, just want to kind of show how it works. So the employee deferral is per individual, the 22.5 and 30K. You can never surpass that in 23. However, the profit sharing is per plan. The mega backdoor Roth is per plan. And the 415.66.73.5 is per plan. So if you have situations, and I have a few clients that have multiple businesses. So they, they take care of their employee deferral on one plan. But on the other plans, they can do the mega backdoor, the profit sharing where they can put away like hundreds of thousands of dollars um, a year, uh, well above the 66 or 73.5. So all in all, you have a lot of options if you're self-employed and also have access to a form of work. There are no income limitations like with the pre-tax IRA or the Roth IRA. If you listened or watched yes, last week's podcast, you know I talked about income limitations for deductions for pre-tax IRAs, um, income limitations for Roth, although there's the Roth IRA backdoor, which allows you to do the Roth IRA contributions, irrespective of income. But with respect to solo 401k and the 401k, how they interplay, there's no, no, no income limitation. So even if you make $10 million a year as an executive, you still have a side business, maybe doing consulting work, you may not be able to do your employee deferrals if you max those out in your full-time business, but you can still do profit sharing or mega backdoor and, and go again up to 66K. So the 66 or 73.5 is per plan. So let's say you made a million dollars, you did 22.5 um, in your company plan, and now you, you made $200,000 doing a side consulting, you can go you know 66K. Um, you can't do the employee deferral, but you can do 20% of 200, which is 40K or 25% if you were a CRS corp, and the rest you can do the mega backdoor. Um, to get all the way to 66. So in those circumstances, you'd be able to do 66 plus another 22.5 in your full-time job, giving you, you know, 88.5 for the year, not, not too shabby. So there are options. Um, if you are self-employed, the solo K is a great, great, great plan. Uh, probably the best, I think the best for uh, self-employed. I talked about last week, the SEP and the solo. The solo is better than the SEP because it has the employee deferral, has the mega backdoor, uh, it's not a percentage like the SEP. There's a loan, which the SEP doesn't have. 
You also have an exemption from UBIT if you want to buy real estate with leverage. You can do it in a 401k without the 37% unrelated business income tax, which would apply to IRAs. That tax would apply to IRAs, but it is exempted for 401ks. There's easy administration, um, just overall a, a much more robust and powerful retirement plan for the self-employed. So just because you have a full-time job, but you, if you have a side gig, even if it's not making you know hundreds of millions of dollars or even millions of dollars or even hundreds of thousands of dollars, even if it's just making 30, 40, 50 K, you can still use some of those funds to do profit sharing, tax deductible contributions, or even go mega backdoor all the way essentially dollar for dollar up to that amount, even if it pushes you above the 66 or 73.5 for 23, that's okay because that's a per plan limitation and not a per individual limitation. The only limitation that is per individual that you need to consider is the employee deferral. The profit sharing and the mega backdoor is per plan and not per individual. So there you go. Hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. Um, I think it's important because, as I mentioned, close to 70% of Americans have access to a 401k at work, but so many of you are leaving money on the table, whether it's through IRA contributions, pre-tax or Roth, or if you're self-employed through the solo K, where if you're able to put away just 8, 10K extra a year, imagine doing that for 20, 15, 20, 25 years, potentially seven figures when you hit you know, 73, 75 years old, just through the power of compounding returns. So Every dollar matters, even four or five K extra a year over numbers of years makes a difference. And, and that could be the difference of you, you know, literally buying your kids a home or paying for your grandkids um, college education that literally can make the difference. So hopefully it's kind of resonating and you're like, oh, I get it. I am self-employed just because I have access to a 401k at work doesn't mean I can't also set up a solo for my side gig. A lot of people don't realize that and think, oh, I already have access to a 401k, I'm done. I can't do an IRA, I can't do a solo. No, 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 you can't. You may be limited for IRA or Roth uh, opportunities on the IRA side, but not on the solo K. You can set up a solo K so long as you don't violate the control group rules. The companies aren't affiliated. There's no brother, sister, 80% ownership in, in general. Um, you know, you work at Apple, Tesla, whatever, a Fortune 500 company, a, a local uh Know, manufacturing company, then you have a side gig on the side, whether it's anything, you know, flipping real estate, as long as it's a business, Schedule C, not an E, it's a C Corp, S Corp, anything it's a business and not a hobby or not passive. So like dividends, royalties, rental income, capital gains, interest, um, that's not a business. Anytime you're providing a service, selling a widget, that is uh, a business. So flipping homes could be a business, um, selling shoes on eBay, um, you know, selling any widget um, could literally um, trigger a, a business and allow you to take deductions, but also allow you to contribute some of the net income uh, to a uh, solo K and hopefully uh, stuff extra cash into your retirement account, which will either trigger deductions currently or in the raw sense, uh, hopefully provide you and your family more tax-free wealth at retirement. So there you go. Hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. Don't forget to leave a comment. Uh, look forward to reading all your comments. Subscribe if you haven't. And uh, have an amazing rest of your day. Ciao. Appreciate the support. And I'll see everyone again next week. Take care.